0: Yo, today's QOD is take responsibility for your own joy. Here we go. Show I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Leo Buscalia on the show today. You know, when I listened to this talk, it was kind of a wake-up call for me because I used to be the kind of person who laughed all the time. And when I heard this, I was like, you know what? I don't laugh as much as I used to. You know, I couldn't remember the last time I had a really good belly laugh. Or a laugh where it's like, oh, my God, my cheeks hurt. It's been a really long time. Like, I've gotten away from laughter. And the thing is, it's not just me. This is something that, you know, is pervasive in our society. Like, when was the last time you heard somebody have a belly laugh? You know what people do now? They just kind of smile. And then they go, oh, that's so funny. It's like, yo, if it was funny, then why didn't you laugh? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of weird. So what we need to do is get back to laughter because laughter has so many benefits. Laughter will help you heal. Laughter will help you live longer. Laughter can make us feel so good, but only if we choose to laugh. Leo Buscali is coming up.
1: There are a couple of things that I'd like to leave with you that are essential. And one is we have to learn again to laugh. You know, it's wonderful to hear you spontaneously laughing, but there isn't enough laughter in our world. When we hear someone laughing at the next table, we think they must be frivolous or drunk. Nobody could be laughing who isn't frivolous or drunk. You know, what a pity, laughter is so good and we're finding out so many wonderful things about laughter. Do you know that when you laugh, your actual body chemistry changes? And they're finding that laughter has a, uh, an, is an antidote to pain. And if you can laugh enough, you can give up your aspirin. Laugh your way to health. And also that when you laugh, you know, it massages your chest, especially when it's a good guffaw. It gets your pulse rate going faster, your blood pressure going faster. It's the same thing that you get when you're jogging. So, you know, if you're too lazy to jog, laugh. You know, I, I remember that our house, even though we were very poor and supposedly we should have been despairing, our house was always full of laughter. Mama was always the leader. I never knew what she was laughing at half the time, but we couldn't help but laugh because laughter, like anger and pain, is very contagious. But she used to guffaw. Sometimes she'd just sit on the floor, all 200 pounds of her, and rock, you know. And of course, you couldn't help but laugh. mama what's the matter? It used to make Papa madder than hell. <laughs> what are you doing down there? She's laughing. But you know, we really lost our sense of humor. And I'm not saying let's laugh at other people's expense. If you want the funniest thing to laugh about, look at yourself. I'm hilarious. My behavior is a riot. And I love to watch other people's behavior because in in, in an inadvertent way, they're behaving in such a funny human fashion. You know, I'm always interested in people that are really in a hurry to get places. And you're there at a stop signal, you know, and the minute the signal changes, this guy takes off. Zoom! You know, he's doing a just a smog-filled environment, goes zooming down, and you take your time, and then you get to the next stop sign, and there he is. <laughs> you know, and I love to look at him and say, hi, you know. <laughs> but he doesn't learn anything. The signal change, whoa, mafia, taking people in his life, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, This summer I was traveling so much, and I loved being in airports because I love to watch people. And here were the vacationers. You know, Mama, Papa, three kids, and one on a leash. (laughs) And they're all at the airport catching this flight to Disneyland, you know. And my goodness, Papa's screaming because there's something wrong with the reservations. Two of the kids have disappeared, and they're in playing the pinball machines. One of them's pulling at his mother's dress, poor woman, and saying, I've got to go to the toilet. Another one sitting there pouting, saying, I don't want to go on a vacation. I want to stay home with my friends. And is trying to gather them all up. Finally, they announce the flight. And Papa comes over and says, where are the kids? She says, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? The plane's going to take They're running all over the airport. Finally, they gather them all up. You know, Mama's hat is in her eyes. She's got all these blankets. The kids are screaming. One of them won't come. They're having such a good time. <laughs> and we do it too. Our happy vacations. (laughs) We have to come home to get some peace. (laughs) You know, I loved reading about St. Teresa of Avila. She said that what she wanted from the women in her order was that they, and I I would have gotten along really well with her, is that they loved three things. To eat, you bet. (laughs) To sleep, nothing like it. And to laugh to eat and to sleep and to laugh and you know why she said if they like to eat they're usually healthy and that's the truth and if they like to sleep and sleep comfortably and well they have no mortal sins on their soul (laughs) and if they like to laugh they have singularly the most important resource for salvation laughing and laughing You know, again, Mother Teresa says, nobody works on her wards who doesn't know how to laugh. And when you lose your sense of humor, you go somewhere else because we need laughter. But we really lost our sense of humor. You know, for years I have been told professionally, Buscaglia, you've got to get more serious. You know, I've been serious. It got me no place. I was told that if you want to get somewhere in this world, you've got to plant your feet firmly on the ground. Well, you know, with my feet firmly planted on the ground, I couldn't get my pants on. Now I'm crazy. I have no trouble getting my pants on. I'm dancing around all the time and having a blast while all the really serious ones that are getting somewhere are getting ulcers. You know, Abraham Lincoln, who was a very wise man, said, people are about as happy as they choose to be. You know, it never occurs to us that we can choose happiness just like we choose despair. Why on earth would you want to choose despair if you had an alternative like happiness? But you know, we, we we worry, and we worry, and we worry, and we think about what's gonna happen tomorrow. Who knows? The big thing is what's happening now, this second, because that's really the only reality you have to play with. People are always counting on tomorrow. The only thing you can count about tomorrow is that you'll die. That's the only thing you can count about tomorrow. Everything else is nebulous. You know, what an alternative. I'd rather laugh. I'd rather enjoy. And one thing I've learned is that it isn't the situation that matters about joy. It's you. You know, I've spent half my life working with people who have enormous disabilities. And many of them are very, very happy in spite of it. People who are very poor all over the world, who still have a sense of joy, who dance, who sing. I know people, conversely, who have all of the things that you need supposedly to be happy and are despairing. Doesn't this tell you that joy is an attitude? Despair is an attitude? And if, you're, if you are joyless, stop blaming others. Take responsibility for your own joy. Start creating it. Celebrate. That's what it's all about.
0: That was Leo Buscalia. His website is leobuscalia.org. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Leo Buscalia, Opening the Ribbon of the Christmas Gift of Love one All right, my friend don't forget to have a big belly laugh today choose joy choose laughter and also choose to follow me on instagram and tune in tomorrow with dr george fraser because he's going to reveal the seven streams of income that everybody needs i'll see you then i'm out peace